This message was recorded live at Plantation Seventh-day Adventist Church in Plantation, Florida. Welcome to PlantationSDA.tv. Here you will find a diverse variety of Bible-based topics and conversations. God's master plan to inspire your mind, bring peace to your heart, and uplift your soul. May you be blessed and encouraged as you listen to God's Word. Thank you so much, Pastor Rose, the better looking one of us all. I always, I remember growing up and I remember I met Pastor Rose 11 years ago, I believe. When I saw him every night, Pastor Rose was looking real fine. And when I mean real fine, he has this bow tie game going on. I've never seen him in a tie. And, and, and I remember Pastor Rose, every, every night he would preach with, with a different color uh, a, a microphone cover that matches his bow tie. <laughs> and I, just say that and say that. I'm going to be straight with y'all. Y'all have one of the best pastors in Florida Conference. Put your hands together for Pastor Rose. He's an amazing man of God, and I'm just happy to be his friend. I'm happy to be here with him as well. And I also want you to put your hands together for my classmate, Pastor Jen. She, she, she's amazing. Put your hands together for her. She's an amazing, amazing pastor. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I'm here because God has blessed me. I will, I will tell you a few things. Pastor Rose said the morning service, I can preach for 35 minutes, but the evening service, I can preach as long as I want. Amen. So I'm going to take my time today. Is that all right, everybody? I promise you I won't be too long. I'm not a long preacher, y'all. I believe in the Beatitudes. Blessed are those who preach short because they will be invited again. <laughs> Amen. And I, I want to be invited again from plantation. So I, I, I promise you, I won't preach a long sermon. But if I'm up here preaching and you're down there and you're not saying anything, I'll preach until you get it. That I believe the Lord has put a message on my heart and I'll preach until you get it. Um, before I go into my, the sermon portion for today, I just want to say I'm privileged to be here again. My best friend. Uh, God has blessed me, Pastor Rose, with having four best friends. You see, a lot of people in this life, they have one best friend and maybe two the most. But I've privileged to be blessed with four best friends. Kevin, McCoy, Kevin, uh, Kevin Anthony McCoy. That's one of my best friends. My other best friend is here, Dr. Randy Golson. He's here. Randy, can you just wave to the camera? Thank you so much. He's here today. Came from Philly as well. And then my other best friend flew from Jamaica to be here, Aaron Murphy. And he's preaching right there at Ambassador Church. He's right there at Ambassador Church preaching. And my other best friend, maybe y'all wouldn't know this, is your field secretary, Dr. Gervon Marsh. I trust those four guys with my life. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to, as we go in the preaching portion of this day, I want you to turn your Bibles with me to the book of Second 
Corinthians 4, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8 through the 9, 2 Corinthians 4. And I'm sorry, y'all, at my church, I ask everyone to stand when we read the word. So if you, you just indulge me today and please stand with me. I want you to stand for two reasons. Number one, I want you to honor the word of God and give reverence to the word of God. And number two, I don't want you to sleep on me. So please, if you may stand with me, 2 Corinthians 4. Age through the nine. The Bible says, We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in what? Despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. Amen. You, you who may be seated on your way to your seat, tell somebody, I'm still here. <clears throat> I'm still here. Amen. I'm still here. Father, this is your time. Do your thing and pray that you'll speak to the preacher and your people will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm still here. I'm still here. See, Sometimes in this thing that we call life, so many times as a matter of fact, it feels like you're living every single day fighting. Soon as you overcome one obstacle, another one presents itself. It feels like you just can't catch your breath. You've been fighting all your life, fighting to stay alive, fighting to feed your family, fighting for your marriage, but it seems it's just fading. You're fighting to hold back all the crazy thoughts in your head, because I know y'all have some crazy thoughts sometimes. Come on and say amen. It seems one problem after another, and victory seems to disappear, and hope seems hopeless. Pain is painful, and you've become numb by all the discomfort and recognize the fragility of this thing called life. And that's why Brother Kendrick Lamar says, all my life I got to fight, but if I got Jesus, everything is going to be all right. I know y'all don't know what I'm saying. But, but all your life you've been fighting, you're just tired of fighting. And one of my favorite authors, she says, she said, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Before you sleep, you're fighting. And as soon as you wake up in the morning, ain't you just tired of fighting? Do I have any company in the building that you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired? And can I just pull up on the soft shoulder in your heart and tell you about a man that they name him Paul? Can I tell you about Paul for a moment? Paul puts it like this in the Bible. Paul says, friends of mine, that we are hard pressed on every side. And you see, the term hard-pressed on every side, Paul is giving us the idea of someone being hunted. Paul, is, Paul was a wanted man back then and a hunted man because of what he was for Jesus Christ. And because Paul was not afraid to lift up the name of Jesus, he was wanted and being hunted for believing in a Jesus that they could not comprehend. And, 
And can I suggest to you, Plantation Seventh-day Adventist Church, that as long as you keep, as long as you keep doing things for Jesus, you will be wanted and hunted because the devil doesn't want you to continue on a path that's going to lead to eternal life. And you will be hunted by the devil. You'll be hunted by family members. You'll be hunted by your boss. You'll be hunted by people who just trying to tear you down. And people will continue hunting you when you decide to live a life for Jesus Christ. And can I suggest to you today that you will, you will be time. It, it will be times when the problems seem insoluble. You will experience weakness and time of depression when there seem to be no result. Times of weariness, of shears attacks. Do I have any witness in the building that knows sometimes my problems are unbearable? Not only Paul says we're hard-pressed but to be wanted and hunted, but also to be hard-pressed, Paul is saying to us, is to be troubled by physical and psychological problems. That is to say, friends of mine, you will experience losses that you have never thought you'd experience. Uh, 2020 have, have showed us some crazy things when this pandemic started. We were scared out of our We didn't know what to do, y'all. And we lost some friends. We lost a lot of things. We lost some relationships. And we're just stuck in the house. And our mind sometimes was going crazy. I, I, I can preach it like I feel it. I, feel, I felt like I was going crazy. And things will get excruciating and life can be a perpetual suffering. And you wonder how you suffer so much. Where is God in all my suffering? And suffering or your life can cause long lasting effect on your psychological state. Then Paul says we are perplexed. I can't believe it. Paul says we are hard pressed. Now Paul is saying to us we're perplexed. And to be perplexed is to be in a state of confusion and discouragement because of afflictions and troubles. You can't get a good night's sleep because you are perplexed. Simply put, church of God, to be perplexed is to be stressed. Are you still there with me? I'm happy plantation doesn't have no stress. Y'all looking good down there. I'm happy y'all don't stress about nothing. You see, you're trying everything and it seems your mind is racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You raised those kids right, but they still came out and they act a fool. Yeah, yeah, you pray every day, but your mom still died from COVID. Y'all still not saying nothing. So let me preach it like I feel it right now. I remember Pastor Rose, I was perplexed a few years ago. Let me tell you what happened, Pastor Rose. I went to Honduras, and when I went to Honduras, I was doing uh, an evangelistic series, and back in those days, I studied Spanish. I could, I was very good at Spanish right now. Only thing I know in Spanish is my name, Mayama Demar Ferrer. I don't know what happened, y'all. I lost it, everybody. I lost it. So, 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 so I went to Honduras, and while I was there in Honduras, I was preaching, and I was preaching every night. It was a good, good experience for me. And, I, and we planted a church. A group of us from NCU went to Honduras, and it was an amazing time. But while in Honduras, I was dying to go home, everybody. I, so I asked my wife. I asked my wife. 
I'm so glad y'all like. I'm so y'all are preaching with me. So I was dying to go home because uh, because in Honduras every meal I had they used to put lime in my meal. I don't know what happened, but in Jamaica we know lime will cut your nature. Y'all don't know that, but that's all right. So every meal they'll put lime, they will put tortilla and lime, and I don't know if it's their custom or what, but they share or, 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 or they will give you the food and dish the food out with their hands. And I'm 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 sorry, y'all, don't do me like that. And they will put the food in their hand. But the thing is, I remember I stopped eating in Honduras. And perplexity, that's when perplexity came. Because when I stopped eating in Honduras, I got real, real skinny, everybody. I got so skinny, I couldn't even recognize myself in the mirror. I, 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 I wanted to go home now, so I said, I'm tired of preaching. I'm tired of this Jesus I'm preaching about, but he's not feeding me. What's going on? I, I miss my mother curry chicken and ox. I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, veggie tofu and... and <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't remember. I, I, I forgot I'm in a plantation. <laughs> I miss my mom cooking, y'all. I miss it. I'm like, man, I need some rice and peas right now. Uh, what's going on? So I wanted to go home, but I remember that night when I, I said I was going to go home. I, pre I preached up a storm and I preached until I was tired. And when I was done preaching, everybody, when I was done preaching, went home. Slept, put my clothes, packed everything in my bag, went to the airport, ready to go home. Lo and behold, I can't go home. They said I got a malaria. And everybody, they thought I was going to stay in Honduras. And I said, Lord, please. Y'all have been in some moments and you pray some desperate prayers to God. You say, God, if you only save me from this one, I'll never sin again. Y'all ever pray that prayer? I say, God, if you save me from this one, if you give me that girl, let me, dry, let me come close to your seat. Lord, if you give me that girl, I'd never do anything stupid. Lord, if you give me that handsome man with six pack, I'll never ask you for nothing else. And then sometimes God will send a bigger, I'm sorry, like, no six pack. And you're saying, you pray that desperate prayer. And you say, God, please, God, let, let me get something. And then when they said to me that you can't go home, I don't know what I did, everybody. Randy was there. He was la laughing at me right there. So please see him after church. Everybody was saying that I'm not going to go home. And I'm like, I'm going to die in Honduras. So the doctors came. And when the doctors came, I was at the airport ready to go home. But I couldn't board the plane. So they checked me past the rose. And when they checked me they said well you can't go home I said doctor check me again after I finished pray that desperate prayer and lo and behold can I just share a secret with y'all I don't know what happened but after the prayer I got up the doctors came and the doctor said well you don't have malaria you can go on the plane y'all still not saying nothing I'm saying sometimes you pray and God will deliver not on your time but on his time and when you're perplexed and you can't see God 
I'm encouraging you to trust his heart because he will never leave you nor forsake you because God loves you so much that he will send his only son to die on Calvary. What do you do when afflictions and troubles steer you right in the face? What do you do when you're completely in a confused state and discouragement all around? What do you do when your prayer goes unanswered because you lost your friend, you lost your grandma, you lost your dad, you lost your spouse? What do you do when you see all these sufferings? And Paul, he didn't stop there, everybody. Paul says, hard press or perplexed. And then he says, we are persecuted. How in the world Paul is going to just numbers all our sufferings? I can't believe it. I still don't understand this text, Pastor Rose. So Paul says we are, we are persecuted. And to be persecuted is to be hunted down or chased down by people. And persecution was widespread against the early church. Paul wants us to know right here in Plantation that persecution will come your way and others will chase you down. They will lie on you. They will try to tell everything and they will try to tear you down. But Paul is saying to us, don't give up. Then he said, we're hard pressed, perplexed, persecuted. And finally, Paul says, I can't believe it. It's in the text, y'all. He says, we're struck down. Because to be struck down is to be thrown to the floor. Have you ever been struck down yet? Have you ever been struck down before that you believe you can't, you can't make it? He says you are on the floor fighting to stay alive. You're on the floor and some deadly blow seems to keep knocking you down. Everything time you lift your head up another deadly blow we are struck down by financial problems we are struck down by health problems some marital problems parental problems emotional problems we are struck down by spiritual problems as a matter of fact we are struck down by just thinking about our problems and we are almost destroyed. I'm so happy that even though we are struck down by all these problems, Paul says we are struck down, but almost destroyed. I feel like I'm a preacher right now. You see, and when we consider all the suffering Paul numbers, we have to be honest with ourselves and acknowledge that it seems, it seems like it is messing up our mental state. And suffering, my friends, can cause drastic pain. Suffering Suffering causes us to lose hope and suffering let us begin to question the existence of God and suffering allows us to stress out. But, 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 Pastor Rose, Dr. Goldstein, I wouldn't be a faithful preacher if I flew all the way from North Carolina and I tell you all about our sufferings and don't give you some, some amazing news about the power of God in our sufferings. Come on and say amen. So the text says we are hard pressed on every side, yet we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are forsaken, we, we, we are struck down, but not destroyed. And can I just give you the closing of the sermon right now by telling you that what was sent to take you out only made you stronger. Come on and say amen. What was meant to take you out only made you stronger. Yes, I know it hurts like a bad nightmare, but can you just tell your neighbor that I'm still here? Yes, I know I feel like I'm losing my mind, 
but you are still here somebody needs to give God a big praise right now because you lost some stuff along the way you lost some people along the way as a matter of fact you lost yourself along the way but you are still here and you were supposed to lose your mind in, in the number of problems you have endured. You were supposed to be homeless by now from the countless persecution and attack your face. But you are still here. Can somebody help me praise God right now because you are still here? And if you got no reason to praise God, let me give you four reasons. Are you ready for it? Number one, you are still here. Number two, you are still here. Number three, you are still here. Number four... Uh, Y'all still not saying nothing. Number four, you're still here. The reason you can praise God because all your problems you have endured and you have overcome because you are still here in this place. And I'm so thankful that God knows how to place a butt in a text where it's supposed to be a period. Hallelujah. Where it was supposed to be a period in my life. God placed a butt. God put a butt. I used to, I used to, I shared this illustration earlier, but I remember my niece, man. I love my niece more than chocolate itself. I love my niece. My niece is just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful baby. She's four years old. I love her, everybody. If you want to see me get weak just touch my knees I'm straight up if you want to see me go crazy just touch my knees and remember her remember my knees she's so smart y'all and remember we're having this argument because I like to tease her and test her mind and we're having this argument and I, I, I said to her Anisi I love you but you're a rude child man my niece my niece said uncle uncle no 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 you can't say you love me but I'm rude. I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, well, because you said you love me, but I'm rude. It seems like you only say I'm rude because whatever you said before, when you used the but, it canceled everything you said per. And I don't know how she's so smart. And she taught me that thing. Y'all know conjunction, conjunction that much. And she taught me that thing. And my niece said, uncle, you can't love me, but I'm rude. You love me? period and then go on and say I'm rude ah oh, y'all still not getting it and I'm so glad that God says we are persecuted but ah uh, I say I'm happy that God knows where to put a but where it's supposed to be a period God could have said Paul could have said we are persecuted period and we know that's it life ends nothing more plantation doesn't exist but Paul says we are perplexed but uh, y'all still don't get the but I'm so happy how God works so, so let me tell you this so let me tell you this y'all see this piece of cloth that I have and everybody say it crushed up you see, God can straighten this thing out because what the devil meant for evil, God can turn it around. And people thought you were just going to roll over and die. God will come into your life and what people thought would crush you, he will say no. Because once Jesus says yes, no devil in hell can say no. And I'm so thankful that you can press on me all you want. You can press on 
and her all you want, but you will not destroy her because she's a survivor. He's a survivor and greater is he that is in me than he. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought I was back in my church. Let me preach it like I feel it back there. You see, greater is in you than anything else. You see, I want, I want you to know that the devil thought you were going to roll over and die, but you are still here. And you need to let the devil know I'm here and I'm here to stay because I know a God. I'm not fighting my own battles, but I know a God who is fighting my battles. He, 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 he will fight my battles. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're perplexed in this life. We're perplexed with school. We're perplexed with our jobs. We're perplexed with our living condition. But thanks be to Calvary, if it weren't for that divinely strategically placed but. Where would we be? That doesn't get you excited. Listen to the next treasure from God. So listen to this from God. God says, Paul says, Paul says, I know I got to quit soon, but listen to this. Paul says, we're persecuted, but we are not forsaken. Y'all still not excited. Paul says, we are persecuted, but not forsaken. I got to quit. Paul is reflecting on Jesus and the persecution he went through. Y'all know that the devil is not just going to let you serve Jesus and your life will be blessed all the days of your... Y'all still don't believe me. So let me come to your seat right now. You see, I remember, I remember always, Pastor Rose, when I'm driving, I always put on my Pandora or something. But this time, because I don't know serious XM, they're having a promotion and they gave me some free three months trial. So I said, no problem. I put it on the gospel station, y'all. And I was in, on the gospel station. And while I was on the gospel station, listening to some good old gospel, some good old gospel, I just heard some beauty. You ever been through some stuff and when you're going through a heartbreak, then some love songs start playing? <laughs> See, now I'm the only one. That, that's all right. Some Adele start playing, some Cylindian, and you're like, what in the, it's the gospel station. And you say, oh, God is showing me a message. I need to break that boy's heart. Oh, God is saying, me, I don't know what's going on, but as soon as you're in the spirit, that's when the devil will show his ugly face. And the devil will try to tweak you down as soon as you're having a good week. And so Jesus was persecuted and forsaken for that, for all of us, so that we we don't always have to be we, we don't have to be forsaken y'all still not there and that's why when Jesus cried out in the garden my God my God why hast thou forsaken me he was forsaken by God and by man and he went on a hill called Calvary and he feeling abandoned and forsaken stay with me because he was forsaken we have the privilege of never being forsaken by God because Christ Christ already paid the ultimate price and was forsaken for us already so they can persecute you all they want but you will not be forsaken they can lie on you all they want but you will not be forsaken they can threaten you all they want but you will not be forsaken because the bible says my god will never leave me nor forsake me we are persecuted but Thank God for the butt. And finally, I got to quit now. I'm done now, y'all. Finally, the text says, we are struck down, but we are not destroyed. I believe, I believe Paul had it in his mind, the wrestling game, when he said we are struck down. 
I know y'all are saving plantations. Y'all don't know what that is. Uh, I know, but I remember, I remember growing up, man. My, my stepdad, Pastor Rose, would watch, would turn the TV on, and the amazing restless man, Rick Flair, The Undertaker. Y'all don't know who I'm talking about, right? John Cena. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Y'all know? All right, I'm going to tell Pastor Rose to baptize everybody. So, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, y'all. I used to love Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Triple H. That was my favorite person, Triple H. Wrestlers, and uh, it's so interesting that these wrestlers would use anything to knock their opponents to the ground. Because they wanted to win the fight and be the undefeated champion of the world. Are you still there with me? And when they knocked their opponents to the floor, everybody, the referee would slide over. He would rush over and he would start counting and the referee would slide to the floor. And if you knock your opponent long enough, 10 seconds you get to win, then you're the undefeated champion or you're the champion for that, for that game. So the referee sliding over counting and the referee's counting one. I'm going to let him get that divorce too. I'm going to destroy her health three. I'm going to let her lose the house four. I'm going to take away her husband five. I'm going to take his wife away six. I'm going to give them mental problems seven. I'm going to throw him in jail eight. I'm going to take the comfort away nine. I'll let the kids act a fool. But I'm so glad that as soon as the referee is supposed to go to the floor, you can tag Jesus in and say tag Jesus. You're it. And Jesus will come in and say get up off the floor rise up and God will come to your rescue God will come to your rescue and he will say I told you I'll never leave you nor forsake you I told you you will be struck down but not destroyed I told you I got your back get up off the floor get up everybody because Jesus is the only undefeated champion of the world ah y'all still y'all need to text anybody that cause you pain let you doubt yourself let you have low self-esteem and you need to text that person text that ex-boyfriend text that ex-girl text that ex-wife text that ex-husband text that um hard to deal with family some member and say you thought you thought i was gonna roll over and die but i'm still here and i'm here to stay good day church god bless you real real good but can i I tell you I've had some good days I've had some bad days but when I think things over most of my good days outweigh my bad can I go Murfreesboro on y'all most of my good days outweighs my bad days therefore I won't complain so I leave you with this be not dismayed whatever be tied God will take care of you beneath his wings uh, love abide God will take care of you uh, my hope my hope my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood on righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest name but holy lean on, uh, on Christ on Christ on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand. They thought you were going to roll over and die. I cannot just remind you, 
you are still here. And he that begun a good work in you will see you through. I know the battle is rough. I know it's tough. But God loves you just the way you are. Don't let nobody tell you nothing. Don't let nobody judge you harshly. Because we have one judge and that's Jesus Christ. And I'm so happy that we all are a part of the family of God. God loves you no matter what you've done. And as long as you come to Jesus and say, Lord, I repent of my sins and I want you to be my Lord and Savior, he's going to make sure everything is going to be all right. God bless you. Really, really good. Man, I invite you to stand as we sing our closing song. Just remind yourselves that we are children of God. We're no longer slaves to fear. Unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. Say, I'm no Join in the saints. Say, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Ooh, oh, I am a child. Oh, 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 oh. Let's sing the next verse. You unravel me. Okay, here we go. Chosen me, love has called my name. I've been born again, I've been born again to the family. Your blood flows, your blood flows through my veins. Come on, lift it up and say, I'm no longer, I'm no longer No longer a slave to fear. 
is impressed on my heart to make an appeal and I'm gonna make a straight appeal if you're here today if you're here today maybe you're not yet a heavenly Adventist you're not yet a Christian whatever it is and you're here today and you want to walk to the front I want to pray with somebody today if you're not yet a Christian if you're not yet a Christian I just want you to walk to the all I want to do is pray for you that Lord whatever you're going through whatever you're feeling that God will always fight your battles he will always fight your battles if you're not yet a Christian if you're here in the congregation don't look to your left don't look to your right don't look to nobody this moment is between you and God you are no longer a slave you need to let the devil know that he has no control over you right now you're breaking the chain. You're breaking the chain. All eyes are closed. Our heads are bowed. If you're not yet a Christian, I want you to, I invite you to walk to the front. I invite you to walk. We're going to wait on you for a moment because I believe, I believe that somebody in here needs a special prayer. That's my first appeal. You're not yet a Christian. My second appeal, if you're a Christian and you've been going through some rough things in life, you've been going through some stuff, but you're letting the devil know that I'm still here and I'm gonna be here to stay. If that's you, I want you to walk to the front as well. Those are my two simple appeals. If you're going through some stuff and you need special prayer, walk to the front. So I wanna pray for you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. But don't be afraid to walk. This moment is between you and God. I see you, my sister. God bless you. This is between you and God. This moment, if someone is in the eye, if someone is at the end of your seat, just move their prayer. Just say, excuse me, this is between me. I have a date with Jesus tonight. I have a date with God this evening. And I want you to come. Don't be afraid. We're going to wait upon you. We're going to wait upon you. You all know your problems. You all know what you're going through. Nobody's here to judge you. Nobody's here to condemn you. This is between you and God. And whatever it is, whatever you're going through, you and God can handle it. Whatever it is, with Christ in the vessel, you can smile at the storm. Five more seconds, five more seconds, five more seconds. I see you, my sister. Four more seconds, prophetic seconds. You still can come. You still can. I believe that somebody in here needs, need, they need to surrender their life to Jesus Christ today as well. I believe they need to say, oh, Pastor, 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 I want you to pray for me, Pastor. And Pastor, I want to be in the next baptism that you have. I believe that with all my heart. I see you, my sister. God bless you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Yes, we have three, three more seconds. Three more seconds. Three more seconds. All heads are bowed. All eyes are closed. You have two more seconds to come. Two more seconds. My invite Pastor Rose to come and the pastor of the house to come and pray this special prayer for us. We thank you, Lord, for the clear evidence of your spirit in this place. We thank you for the clarity of the word. We know that 
what was shared was not just born out of Pastor Farron's experiences, but what was shared was coming directly from your throne. And we thank you so much for the workings of your spirit because of what he has done the word resonated with us today we celebrate and give you thanks Lord for the word we thank you that as we face the issues of life we know that you are in it with us and though the enemy of our souls will tell us otherwise we know that through it all, Jesus, you've got our backs. We celebrate with those who came forward, responding to the Spirit's appeal. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you will seal their decision for time and eternity. That this will be the beginning of a walk with you. A walk that will take them straight to glory. We celebrate and pray for those who came forward, indicating by that action, they're struggling with something, burdened by something. They came here because the word reminded them today that there is still hope in Jesus. We thank you again for your manservant. We thank you for his faithfulness to the word. We pray, Lord, that you continue to use him as a tool in your hand. Cover him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, to be on his left and his right, in front of him and behind him. Surround him with your glory. Continue to use him to share this gospel of hope. We leave this place and we confess that we leave better than we came. We leave here declaring that there is victory in Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. Amen and amen. This podcast was brought to you by Plantation Seven-day Adventist Church, a Christ-centered congregation dedicated to spreading the good news of God's love through sermons, deeper dive conversations, and much more. If you would like to listen to more life lessons and inspirational content, please visit us at plantationsda.tv.